Razorback football has a few fall camp practices already under their belt. We're going to talk about some of the news and updates coming from that. Hear from Coach Sam Pittman and also tied in Coach Dowell Loggins and the recruiting aspect of why a Sam Pittman coach team is always going to be a good one in the spot of recruiting in Arkansas. We'll I'll talk about it all here on the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Hope everybody had a wonderful weekend. As we know, we are continuing on with Razorback fall camp and football practices and getting press conferences and coaches and, and all of that fun stuff. So, uh, it, it's really exciting, and to think about the fact that we're less than four weeks away from the first Razorback football Saturday, and I got a lot of practices uh, to go along with it too. So we'll have some some updates from that. Again, got to hear from a few coaches, and uh, we'll probably hear some from some more coaches uh, throughout the week. I believe actually today, later this afternoon, we'll hear from Coach Cody Kennedy, who I'm actually fascinated to hear from, uh, and also. Uh, I, th I believe is an avid listener of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast too. So shout out to you, Coach. But um, so that's just fun to be able to have all the different information coming out and and all that. And honestly, with Sam Pittman when he met with the media, I'm going to be honest, uh, just kind of going through what he was asked about. It wasn't anything too like crazy. It was more just updates on particular players. Like, hey, Coach, this player did this. What'd you think of that? Or hey, Coach, this player is not out there. Or was not playing. What's up with that? You know, it was really just kind of basic stuff. But Sam Pittman did give a little bit of an oat-beating statement to uh, what he thought about just the first day of practice, uh, getting back into the swing of everything. And uh, he was at least pleased with how everything went over the weekend. Today was a good practice. Uh, it was obviously hot. Um, uh, had more cramping issues than, than what I was hoping we would. But... Uh, it was hot. I thought the kids fought through practice well, and and uh, to start off, I thought we threw and caught the ball really well today uh, for the first day, and and uh, not a lot of errors, not a lot of balls on the ground. Uh, snaps from center to quarterback seemed to be good. The MAs uh, were limited uh, with the veterans. Obviously, you you're going to get some of that with the younger guys, but. Uh, all in all, I thought they fought through the weather well. I uh, had a great attitude all day, and I was, uh, was happy with the first practice. So just kind of a basic overview of what the practice was about and how Sam Pittman was happy with the way things went. But I thought it was kind of interesting as far as the specifics and what he went into uh, when in talking about what he liked from the practice. And it's almost like he went into the things that maybe he thought would be concerning in the first practice but actually ended up being okay. Not a lot of drop balls, not a lot of really good passes, a lot of catches made, um, not a whole lot of balls on the ground, no, no turnovers, no fumbles. Those things that would kind of make you at least going into the first official practice of fall camp probably think that there's going to be some issues there. But kind of being specific about it at least shows me the things that maybe Sam Pittman was concerned about going in. But the first thing when he brings it up as far as the, the passes being thrown well and, and balls being caught and, and the connections being really solid there. 
I think that you could probably understand and also see the emphasis that is being put on that by Sam Pittman and this Razorback staff. We know that the rushing attack for Arkansas is going to be really good. Like we know that Arkansas is going to, I think, since they led the SEC and led the Power Five in rushing last year, I think there's no reason to believe that it'll happen once again, especially considering you literally have pretty much all of your running backs back. You have your quarterback back. You have your offensive line pretty much back. So all those things mixed in feels like, hey, the rushing attack, you know what to expect. You know what you're going to get. We're going to continue to get better at it. We're going to continue to try to do the things necessary to make us a better team. But we feel good about where we're at. In this case, it's really about the quarterback and finding the rhythm and finding the wide receivers, finding the guys out there to catch passes. And not just wide receivers, but we're talking about tight ends too. Because throw this into the mix. I know we've talked so much about the wide receivers, but throw this into the mix. There is not a, a bigger hodgepodge of guys where there are talent. There's talent there. There are guys you believe that could step up and be really good players, but there's a hodgepodge of wide receivers and tight ends of kind of, if I'm Sam Pittman and I'm, I'm this staff, I'm sitting back with him being like, all right, it's wide open. Y'all show me something. Anybody. We, we got all these bodies out here. I understand that you all want to play. I understand that a lot of you are highly recruited coming out of high school, but we need people to catch the ball. So y'all need to help us out here. <laughs> Just show me something. And I think that that's kind of the mentality that Sam Pittman has had where, hey, yeah, we got Hazelwood that's looked really good. Or we got Keetron Jackson. He had a nice pass here. Or, you know, Malik Hornsby going out in the flat. You know, Matt Landers, whoever. But then also in the tight end position, it looks like it's Trey Knox kind of leading the way. But Sam Pittman did say that uh, he was a little bit, he's got to get into better shape because, not because he was like lazy or anything, but he's up to 245 pounds, which is incredible uh, if you're Trey Knox. But, you know, you're not used, he's not used to carrying that much weight around. So he's got to get to that point to where um, he's feeling, you know, energized and also in good enough shape to be able to carry it around effectively. But it looks like Trey Knox is going to be that guy. Uh, after that's Hudson Henry, which Hudson Henry has been the, one of the biggest, I, I don't want to call it a disappointment because you never want to say it's a disappointment when somebody's had to deal with injuries, but it's definitely been one of the bigger surprises where this guy, it's like, man, they, they're just chomping. It's not like there's been some other All-American tight end that he's had to compete with. It's like they've been waiting for him to take that next step, and he just hasn't yet. So everyone's been kind of waiting on when's he going to do it. Maybe it's this year, but considering how highly recruited he was coming out of high school, I mean, he was more highly recruited than his brother Hunter Henry. And Hunter Henry was had a scholarship to pretty much anywhere he wanted to go in the country. And so now it, it's kind of do or die or step up and make something happen for Hudson Henry. But it looks like he's kind of the number two guy right now. Nathan Bax is another guy we got to hear in the tight end room uh, a little bit from him. But the point is, is that you have a bunch of guys that are just, hey, we got the quarterback, we got the running backs, we got the wide receivers. We got we need pass catchers, we need guys that can catch the ball. And you're seeing the development and, and, and the, the way things are going with that. And I feel like Sam Pittman kind of made a point to say, hey, you know, this was something that I liked. I liked how we caught the ball today. I liked how we got guys involved. I like how everything seemed to be pretty fluid for that situation, considering it was the first day of camp. And we haven't had really that rapport and really that buildup 
uh, all summer long. Let's see how it goes. And it went pretty well, uh, all things considered. So those were the types of things where I was like, okay, I see them, I hear them, and it's got to make you feel good. We can see if that can continue on and, and develop into something as well. But I think one of the also the key points in all of this and something that has to be done, and we have to make sure that uh, you know we're, we're talking about it because it is important, is also the health of these guys. Because I uh, was reading, because uh, I didn't get a chance to go to practice, but I was reading Scotty Bordelon's, uh, uh quick like notes from the practice that he got to watch from HawkSports.com. And he was talking about a few guys uh, that were out of practice, like Drew Sanders. Uh, he did not take part in the fastball start. And that was the third consecutive day he did not take part in it. Um, so that's like one of those things where like, oh, geez, what's, you know, what's the situation there? What's going on there? Also, uh, Chris Pooh Paul, who's another promising linebacker, uh, was not active and did not have his helmet during practice at all. So, you know, you, you see a bunch of those things or a few of those things and you start wondering, you start getting concerned, you start saying, OK, what's going on? I don't think you can like jump to any sort of like big deal just yet. But it is one of those things. It's like, OK, got to stay healthy. Got to make sure that everybody's good to go, because Arkansas is good of a team as I believe they're they are and that they're going to be and going to show everybody this year. It means nothing if you don't have healthy depth. Like I know that you got good starters, but depth is so important, especially defensively, man. Like offense, I feel like you can get away with it for the most part. Like I say running back, you definitely definitely need the depth. Because you're, you know, you're changing a lot of guys. Wide receiver, a few occasions too. But quarterback and offensive line pretty much stays the same the whole time. But on defense, man, D-line and linebacker, you you got those are the pivotal, pivotal positions to have uh quality depth at. And Arkansas's fighting for that. They've been recruiting well. We know they've entered into the portal, but they have a team when it's fully healthy right now that's good enough. But that's the thing is when it's healthy and good enough, it's great. But if somebody goes down, if somebody's struggling, if somebody's getting hurt, whatever it may be, that can change a lot of the aspects and a lot of the dynamics of everything, too. So it is so valuable and so important to make sure everybody stays healthy. Um, and hopefully that is the case. There are some guys that maybe get banged up or nicked up or whatever, and they'll have to uh, you know, fight for that or at least get better from it. But so far, at least through the first day, a couple days of practice, Things are growing really well. Uh, Sam Pittman has been a very complimentary of the team and where they're at. And if you're a Razorback fan, you got to hope that it stays that way. We'll talk about uh, Dow Loggins because he had an interesting comment about recruiting, especially at Arkansas and especially under Sam Pittman here in just a second. But first, I got to tell you about our recruiting sponsor here on the Locked on Razorbacks podcast, LinkedIn. As you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team for your help to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to help reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions, Make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs the number one job site in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week that nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college. 
To post your job for free, terms and conditions do apply. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so I had another coach meet with the media over the weekend, too. I know Jimmy Smith, the running back coach, met with the media. And, uh, he, you know, he had some interesting things to say. But honestly, I thought that the most interesting thing to come out of it, or at least something that really made me think over the weekend, was from yesterday's press conference where uh, Titan coach Dowell Loggins actually spoke to the media. And we know Dowell is a guy who used to be at Arkansas, played here, was a uh, you know, mainly known for his time as holding the uh, extra points and field goals, but also did a lot of things when it came to the coaching aspects and uh, helping the team develop in that way. It was almost like a, a player's coach, like literally because he was a player and literally because he was a coach at the same time. But he's back at Arkansas. Last year was his first year, and he came in as the tight ends coach, which is amazing because all, <clears throat> the reason it went that way is because Brad Davis was the offensive line coach, left to go to LSU, Cody Kennedy was a tight ends coach. Sam Pittman had always envisioned Cody Kennedy slipping into that offensive line coach after the tight end coach uh, or after the offensive line coach became available. So they kind of expedited his progress, put him in as the offensive line coach when they needed a tight end coach and Dal Loggins happened to be available. Uh, so he's a guy that's coached mainly in the NFL, play, uh, coached at places like Tennessee and uh, the Jets and a few places like that. But now he's back in college football and he's back at home. And he talks about recruiting, which we know that is always an important aspect of any college football team, but especially one like Arkansas, and especially in the case that they've been doing a really good job in recruiting since Sam Pittman has arrived. And Dowell kind of gave his take and his approach to how he handles recruiting at a place like Arkansas. Some of you guys know me since I was here as a freshman when I was 17, 18 years old, and 18 years later, I'm back. And it's, I think it's, Number one, being a straight shooter. And I kind of learned this from Coach Nutt is you got to find out what you offer and what this player is looking for and make sure that they understand that we can give, we can provide this better than anyone else. And that's sometimes the way we treat you and the way you're going to be coached. And I think that you earn trust through people from being consistent and doing the right thing. And the, you start to build relationships that way. And I've, I look at all that as we're just building relationships. I don't, I don't like to use the word recruiting. It's build relationships and make sure that all these places have great facilities. All these places have great fan bases, but I don't think anyone can sell this place like I do because I believe everything I say to these kids about the University of Arkansas because I lived it. And this is always where I wanted to come to school. So I hope that every kid that I talk to feels my passion for this place because I believe with all my heart, it's not recruiting. I'm telling you everything we have, which is – really special and it's somewhere someplace you want to be so really interesting comments there to me at least from dow loggins and this is something i've tried to tell people especially outside of the state of arkansas that may not fully understand you need to have coaches at arkansas especially in football that are arkansas guys that understand arkansas that understand the razorbacks that understand the state all of those things I think that, you know, Brett Bioma, for all of his faults, understood that having a guy like Barry Lunny on staff was extremely important to the state of Arkansas. I think that uh, coaches like, I think, Bobby Petrino with Tim Horton, you know, the connection that he had to the state of Arkansas and how valuable he was, uh, was something that was really important. 
and, and same thing with Houston Nutt. Uh, the list goes on and on. And Sam Pittman understands that with Dowell Loggins, that he's a guy that is from Arkansas, that went to Arkansas, that is all about Arkansas. And so when he goes out and recruits and when he goes out and coaches, he wears that. He wears it almost like a badge of honor. Now, and some people may find that pretty cliche or kind of lame if you ever have a coach that feels that passion about the school. But I'm telling you, there is something to be said about a place like Arkansas where you're able to have somebody portray that passion where it becomes so infectious that other people want to be a part of it too. And in this case, it is in recruiting. Because listen, it's 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 a hard sell to get big-time players to come to a place like Arkansas if they know nothing about it, if they've never been to Arkansas, if they don't live in Arkansas. I am fully aware of that. I understand the situation. It's not easy to get a bunch of five stars to just buy in to come into Arkansas if they have no idea what's going on there. That's what these coach these coaches' job is all about, is going to these kids and explaining it to them and showing them and giving them reasons to believe that coming to Arkansas is the best decision that they could ever make in their college life. So when you have somebody like Dowell Loggins going out and talking to these kids, and he's doing it in such a passionate way, and doing it in such a way that makes them see how he feels about it, and makes them feel like that may be something that they want to be a part of, that's when you're going to start really building the relationships that is what is said by Coach Loggins, but also building up these recruiting classes to be able to sign some of the biggest players in the country to come to a place like Arkansas. I believe that somebody like that can be really a game changer in the recruiting game. I have, I've said this too, where I'm not a coach. I'm not, I'm not going to be a coach. I'm not going to be in recruiting. I'm not going to be anything like that. But for those of you that actually know me, that those of you who listen to this podcast, you know, and, and can hopefully see very often that I am all about Arkansas. I love this state. I, I love this university. I love this team. Like I love being a part of it here. I never want to leave. You know, this is something that I buy into. And when I talk to people, I'm like, if you've never been to Arkansas, you just got to understand how awesome it is. And this isn't just something I'm making up. Like I have can't tell you how many people I've met in my time, just, you know, up in Northwest Arkansas here in Central Arkansas, people that aren't from Arkansas that was just kind of came about visiting or came about living or whatever. And they have completely and fallen in love with the place. And they are so shocked by how amazing it is. Like there was actually a girl that I dated just here recently. She's from California. And, and, and like she was just looking for a place to, she grew up there. She was looking for a place to live. And she went through a list and she saw that Fayetteville was one of the best places to live in the country. So she's like, well, it seems like a pretty cool spot. I'll go live there. She lives there and she can't believe how awesome it is. And that's just one example. There's a lot of people like that. So you got to get them into the door. You got to get them to see how great Arkansas is because there's this stigma outside the state because you don't have a professional team of any sorts because you don't have a, a huge population because you don't have, you know, all the destination spots that people go to to party or whatnot. People just has the, have this stigma that there ain't crap going on in Arkansas. And that's just not the case. It's not true. So show them. And how do you show them? How do you convince them to at least give it a shot, to at least believe in it, to at least have the opportunity to give it a try? 
you do it by showing how it has impacted you in such a positive way. You do it by saying, this is how much I love it. This is why I love it. This is why I came back here. This is why I've stayed here. This is why I live here. This is why I do the things that I do. All of these things cultivate and make this place incredible and appealing to me so much that I would never want to be anywhere else. That's how you have to approach it. I believe that's how Dow Loggins has approached it. I believe that's how other coaches in, in Arkansas history have approached it. And that's how you master the recruiting in Arkansas. Get them in the door. Get, get them to visit this place. Get them to see it. But you got to be able to show in, in your own self-awareness, and you got to be able to show it through your life and your lifestyle, that you're not just telling them this, you're actually living it. That is a key point of it as well. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to bet check in on all your betting sports needs. Find your favorite sports and events and at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline.net continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information. From live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts, they have you covered. Head to BetOnline.net today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today at betonline.net, where the game starts. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, final segment here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Uh, we just have a couple minutes here, so I'll make it quick, but... Uh, we know one of the things that happened over the weekend that I, I crack up laughing. First off, I, I I'm big on Twitter. That's kind of my main thing. Uh, I'll do Instagram some too. I've been doing more like Instagram recently with the podcast, just kind of, you know, doing a little quick videos and clips and all of that stuff. So you should follow me on my social media at Buzz John Neighbors across the board uh, if you want to check it out. But you know that was uh, that was something I kind of got into a little bit over the weekend, and I was board yesterday I was like okay well I'll make a video talking about Arkansas basketball and why Bud Walton Arena is the best atmosphere in all of college basketball maybe some of you saw the video because I think I posted on YouTube yesterday too uh for those of you who watched it but if you haven't seen it like check it out I put it up on pretty much all my social media accounts well I put it up on TikTok I don't do TikTok like TikTok's a whole new world to me and I don't view it that often but I was told that hey TikTok is a very big deal when it comes to podcasting and the growth of a podcast. So, so post some stuff on there. So I was like, okay, well, I do want to grow the podcast and get out there. So I'll post this video of me showing a couple of highlights from some of the best or at least loudest moments in Bud Walton Arena history and tell everybody why it's the best college basketball atmosphere in all the country. So I did yesterday and I got opened up into a new world of TikTok. Because when I posted that yesterday, first off, I gained a thousand followers in a day, less than a day, less than 24 hours. I gained a thousand followers on TikTok. And I'm not bragging about that because the majority of them were people that were absolutely livid that I would even suggest that that place at Bud Walton Arena was the loudest and best atmosphere in all of college basketball. Like people were mad, very mad, and have said some really mean things. And made for some really fun and interesting arguments to go along with it, too. But it just baffled me. Like, I couldn't believe it. So 
I guess I'm going to start posting hot takes on TikTok in order to get people riled up. I didn't think it was that hot of a take. I thought it was kind of, you know, just an opinion piece like so many things are. But man, when you get those like Tennessee fans, which I'm like, what are you guys talking about? And then Auburn fans too. Auburn fans are dumb. Like, I, I mean, there's, I know that Clay Travis did his like top five dumbest fan bases. Auburn and Tennessee fans are definitely up there. And you know what? I'm sure people say that about Arkansas fans, and that's probably true, at least to an extent. But the ones I've had the weirdest dealings with have been Tennessee fans and Auburn fans. Aggie fans are weird, too, but they're just kind of like weird in a like uncomfortable way. Like not in a weird, it's just like passionately angry for no reason. Like they're just weird as in like they say weird things. Like they're, they're the guy that like makes that joke at the party that he thinks is funny, but no one laughs and everyone's like, <laughs> like that's kind of the weird way that they are. But anyways, I thought it was a great video. So you got to check it out either way. Appreciate everybody listening into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at Neighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then.